0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the That Girl Guide. Today, I was supposed to have a guest on, but I had to get postponed to next week, but get excited for it. It's going to be such a good episode. So instead, I was driving and trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about, and it was kind of last minute, and not planned for it. So I was thinking of all these ideas, and then it hit me that I wanted to talk about silence and stillness Because when I was driving in the car, I wasn't listening to any music. I was just in silence. Which is, for the past like nine months or so, I've done that. I, 95% of the time, am not listening to anything while I'm driving. And if you're like my past... If you're like what I used to be like, then you probably think that sounds crazy. (laughs) And kind of unheard of in a way, too. But, uh, yeah, a couple months ago, almost a year ago, I guess, I got in my car, I plugged my phone in to my aux cord and it wasn't working. I don't have Bluetooth though, so I was like, shoot, I can't listen to music. And I found during that drive that I was so uncomfortable that the noise was so, or the lack of noise was so noticeable. The silence was loud. I just kind of hated it. And then throughout the rest of the day, I kept finding myself pushing play on things, taking my shower, pushing play on a podcast, doing my skincare, pushing play on a YouTube video, um, making my dinner, pushing play on an audiobook. I just was surrounding myself with so much noise. And I started to get a little actually concerned and alarmed with myself on how, and now it was almost natural for me to always be having something playing and how natural it was and just walking through the hallways with earbuds in. So I started researching it, trying to find something about this because I knew that it probably wasn't good, my dependency on extra noise. And that's when I found a really interesting study by Harvard and Virginia Universities. So they got college students, they put them in a room by themselves, and they just were supposed to sit on a couch for six to 15 minutes in just a room. That's all they had to do was sit there in silence. A majority of the students, participants, came out of the experience saying that they absolutely hated it, that it was so uncomfortable, they felt unproductive, they were just anxious, they hated it. So then they're like, okay, that's interesting, but maybe it's because they were in a room that they'd never been in before, and so that was stressing them out. So then, And maybe it's because they're college students, I don't know. So then they tried it with ages 25 to 77 inside of their own homes. And these people, again, same results, hated sitting in silence for 6 to 15 minutes, even inside of their own homes. So now they're like, okay, this is bizarre. We're going to take it even further. They asked, college students, okay, if I were to shock you with an electric chair, it's not going to, it's not going to harm you. It won't leave lasting impacts, but it will hurt. It's going to, it's painful. Would you pay to not feel this pain? Every single one of them said, of course, yeah, I don't, I don't want to feel, be shocked by this chair, of course. But then they put each of them in a room, sat them in a chair, and there's a button on the chair. And if you pushed it, you would get shocked. And they said, okay, just chill here for some time. And it was six to 15 minutes again, 15. And a quarter of the women, but 75% of the males ended up pushing the button and shocking themselves. The name of this study, this uh, experiment, was college students would rather get shocked by an electric chair than sit with their own thoughts. And I really do yeah, find that so interesting that all these people, they said, of course, I don't want to feel that pain, but they were so uncomfortable just sitting in the silence and kind of anxious and needed to do something that they ended up pushing the button just to like feel something, do something, and you could say... Okay, well, maybe that's just curiosity. They just were so curious to know that. Okay, I am one of the most curious people in the world, but I have such interesting thoughts that I'm fine sitting there for 6 to 15 minutes with my thoughts. I wouldn't let my curiosity get the best out of me and make me so anxious that then I had to push the button. So anyways, that's such a bizarre study, right? And reading that, I was like, okay, I do really... Need to make a difference. I need to not be so dependent on this regular, constant background noise in my life. How often, and I'm sure it is often. It happened happened to me a lot, and it still sometimes happens. But I go to bed, and as soon as my head hit that, I could be so tired. But as soon as my head hits the pillow, boom, I have a million ideas, thoughts. I on like dreams and conversations in my head and scenarios in my head and a lot of times they're really interesting and I actually almost don't want to go to bed because I'm having all these creative new ideas and thinking new things that I haven't thought before but then sometimes I also go to bed and I get very anxious with oh I need to do this and I need to do that and I should have done this and I get stressed I get worried I don't know, I, I get emotional, whatever. But I found that now that I've been working to limit the noise, all of this background noise in my life, those thoughts don't all rush to me at once. I can have those interesting, fun ideas all throughout the, the day. And then when I get a a sense of worry instead of then just distracting myself and even if you don't feel like you're purposely distracting yourself if you're listening to things all day long you're maybe unintentionally distracting yourself where you can't process everything you've been thinking and feeling and so then now when I'm in silence and I do get an anxious or stressful or negative thought I can process it and be like okay wait hold up Ellie why do you think that and I can figure it out And kind of stop it. And then when I go to bed, I'm not hit with all of it at once and just feel awful with all this anxiety. But now trying to limit this noise in my life has been hard. Like, I mean, well, it's gotten easier, but at first it was just very noticeable and hard. And even sometimes now I try, I have to stop myself from listening to stuff. Not that I stop myself, like 95% of the time. Yeah, I'm not really listening to music, but sometimes I'm with my friends, I'm driving in the car, I listen to music. Music isn't bad, and I listen to lots of podcasts and audiobooks, those aren't bad, but it's just too much of them, we can't hear ourselves think. Um, so anyways, but I was so passionate about this that I actually found myself writing an essay about this, and it was honestly really good, I'm not even a, like a writer, but it was good, because I talked about how I have come to love the long or lines in the grocery store, or traffic, Because it gives me just a little extra time to find stillness and just kind of do nothing. But because it just gives me time to think and have my own ideas. But that nothing, that time of nothing isn't laziness. And I don't think finding stillness means being lazy. I don't think being lazy is good because I think actually stillness helps us be more productive Because just like the sleeping thing, instead of kind of distracting myself all day, then having to stay up all night thinking about everything I have to do tomorrow, I can have those thoughts all day. And I also think sometimes finding stillness means not multitasking. So when I'm doing my homework, that's what I'm doing. And I'm just there in that moment. I'm not also watching a show in the background, which is something I often find myself doing. Because I, I think, okay, yeah, I want to watch a show. That sounds fun, but I shouldn't just sit here and watch the show. I need to be doing something else, too. I need to be doing my homework. But then that homework takes me twice as long. I might as well have just done my homework and then watched the show, you know? But I think this is so important because becoming our own, that girl, this best version of ourself requires reflect, reflection, requires productivity and just peace but we have to be able to have time and a place to reflect and hear ourselves think. But it's sometimes hard to like add in, okay, I'm just going to now go sit and meditate. And I'm got now going to go sit and plan out everything and journal, whatever. Because you just feel like you don't have enough time in the day. So if you feel overwhelmed by that, then just look for the places where you can then take out a little of the time by limiting everything that you're listening to. But how how do we do this? So you're going to have to push through the awkwardness at first, but it really does get a lot easier. And if you want to look for more ways, instead of just cutting out all the extra audiobooks and stuff that you're listening to which again I love audiobooks they're great they teach me things but just too much um you can add in things you can can add in meditation which doesn't have to be just sitting that can be yeah I meditate when I walk or when I take a shower and sometimes my meditating is not just thinking about myself it's kind of not thinking which just gives me a breather for a second the next one is phone free time. We hear it all the time that our phones are bad for us, but I think I don't think most of us actually follow through with it. My I'm lucky actually. I'm grateful that my parents take away my phone at night, and I know they're just gonna have a field day with me saying this. But every night they take away my phone, so I at like 10 o'clock am phoneless. And it's also because I kind of am, I get all this energy at night. But then by the time they take away my phone and I go to bed, I get so much done. I do so much because even if I am doing things like my homework or cleaning my room, I'm doing it without noise and without checking my phone every two minutes to see what's going on, which gives me more stillness in the moment. Then the last one is finding stillness through being organized. I think, you know, if your room is in chaos and your calendar is in chaos, then you're having to spend so much time thinking, oh, what do I have to do next? What's it's just like messy. But if it's organized, then you're just more at peace and you have more time to be with yourself. I love I love being with myself. I love calling it that. Because in this stillness of just hearing myself think, I have gotten to know myself and I truly love myself so much more and I'm so much more confident with myself. I think just with, you know, social media and TV, you just, and podcasts, you start gathering other people's ideas, which is great. It's good, but it gets to the point where we're kind of all having the same ideas in a way. You know, the trend cycle right now is so crazy. It's constantly changing. It's moving faster than it's ever moved before. And I think it's moving so fast because the trends are broadcasted and amplified so quickly that people just immediately see a new trend and we all hop onto it before processing, wait, is this even me? For processing Wait, is this even what I want to wear? What what could I create? What could be my own trend, personal trend? What's my own personal style? But that's just like in everything. Everyone then gets the same humor on TikTok or whatever. And it's just almost sad that if we focus on ourselves, like I think it's great to focus on others, but if we focus on ourselves and what I mean by just our thoughts and our own creativity, we'll be so much happier it's funny because one time just sisters are like this where I said something about how my sister isn't creative in the typical sense. So she's always like, oh, you told me I wasn't creative, but I do think she's creative, but she isn't creative in the way that a lot of people are but like the typical sense that we all think of creativity of painting or baking or, you know, music or whatever. But instead, she's creative in her job because she's in marketing. And so she's always having to think of ways to, you know make her company better to the public eye. And then like my dad, he's also not creative at all. I don't think he's ever drawn a picture in his entire life. I can't even read his handwriting, but he's in private equity. So he's constantly problem solving. And I think that's a way that he's creative, but they're both good at being alone with their thoughts that they can find the, the time, the stillness, the silence to then hear themselves figure out how to be creative in that sense. Finding stillness for me has helped me literally in every aspect of my life, except for maybe I do sometimes feel a little lost because I, since I don't listen to music that much, I don't always know the music that's come out and I feel like it's just such a big part of people's lives sometimes. But that, even though I don't, I don't even really care anymore because yeah, I find myself so interesting. I'm better than any song in a way. But it's helped me in all these aspects of my life of religion and my spirituality and feeling closer to God and knowing and hearing what he wants me to do, what he wants me to hear. It's also helped me just appreciate things that I maybe want to have noticed. It's helped me appreciate things about myself. It's helped me with my creativity. It's helped me be more productive and be just there in the moment that I'm doing and not always just like multitasking and going 24-7 and now I feel like I experience life more fully where I process the happier emotions and also the sadder emotions instead of just drowning it out with all of the noise and sometimes yeah a song helps me feel that emotion greater and that's great but I just now know myself better and I'm not constantly trying to, uh, for a a long time really, and maybe a lot of you are this way, and I briefly said this, but I just want to say it again, I really was drowning out like all of the anxiety that I had. I didn't want to think I'm such an overthinker that it was like, if I listen to myself or just think, it's scary, my thoughts are scary, but now my thoughts are not as scary I think that it really is just a short-term solution if we're always listening to stuff and maybe you don't realize that's why you're listening to it, but it maybe solves the anxiety and the stress and the feelings in the moment, but long run, they're all just going to catch back up to you when your head hits the pillow or whenever it is. So the challenge for the next week and hopefully the rest of your life is... To find some more stillness and maybe that's cutting out some noise. Not this podcast though. Keep listening to me, but just cut out some of the extra noise or maybe put in some other good things like organizing or meditating. I am so grateful for each of you. I haven't asked this yet, but leave a review, please. I would really appreciate it. Some of you did that just out of the genuine um, love of your hearts already. And so I'm so grateful but yeah, leave a review. Only if it's a good one, though. I don't need bad ones because someone did leave me at two stars, which really hurt me. But everyone else is me five, I think. Anyways, okay. Oh, and if you didn't see, follow the That Girl Guide Instagram because I've reached 500 downloads, which is really cool. And I've also reached more than 50 countries, too, which is also really cool. Shout out to my Portugal listeners because I'm topping on their podcast charts somehow. So I don't know anyone in Portugal, (laughs) but I appreciate each of you. Okay, I hope you have a great week. Y'all are the best and you're all your own that girl. Love you. Bye.